0: Kitchen Garden offers down-to-earth advice from the finest minds in gardening to make sure you get the tastiest produce from your plot. Packed every month with hints and tips on growing your own fruit and veg, it's perfect for beginners and experts alike. We have seven different offers available exclusive to our podcast listeners, so there's something for every budget. And don't forget that all subscribers are eligible to sign in to our Subs Club on the Kitchen Garden website so go to www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash kg229 for all the details thinking manure then think green lay the groundwork for next year's growing season says benedict van heems overwintered green manures so now will help to protect your soil crowd out weeds and add valuable organic matter and nutrients. It's a wise gardener who takes advantage of these natural helpers. This time of year is one of flux for the kitchen gardener, as summer advances and gaps begin to appear where crops once stood. It's hard to admit it, but the best of the growing season is past us and, whisper it, the cooler months of autumn and winter aren't far off. But this article isn't about writing off the summer and resigning yourself to the cold to come. Far from it. It's about hope and sowing the seeds of success, quite literally, for next year. And green manures are how you're going to do it. Why grow one? Green manures are any plants grown for the sole purpose of improving the soil to benefit future crops. Some are very short-lived. Mustards, for example, may be dug in just a month after sowing, while others will stay in place for months at a time, while the ground isn't needed. It's not unreasonable to question what a green manure actually does. Depending on what you grow, a green manure will offer one, and usually more, of the following benefits. Add organic matter. Any plant material that is grown then dug into the soil or severed and left on the surface will eventually rot down, contributing to the soil's humus content. Humus is the dark organic matter in the soil that helps plants growing into it thrive. Humus-rich soil has better structure, so it's both slower to dry out and less likely to become waterlogged. Improve Structure as well as adding humus, many green manures have a deep and or extensive root system that helps to break up dense soils. Daikon radishes, for example, have large chunky roots that have earned it a reputation as a biodrill crop. Able to penetrate even compacted subsoil to the benefit of the vegetables that follow. Protect the soil. Bare soil gets clobbered by winter weather. Heavy rain can compact the soil surface or result in sodden conditions. Meanwhile, all the life contained within it, the microbes, bugs and worms that make the soil healthier for plants' roots, will have nothing to sustain it. Green manures, or cover crops as they're appropriately known in America, keep the ground covered till spring. Ground that's covered also offers shelter to all manner of pest predators, such as beetles, which means they will stay on site and ready for action. No room for weeds. Green manures with thick, smothering foliage not only blanket the ground against the worst of the weather, they leave little or no room for weeds. When spring arrives and you're ready to sow, the green manure may be dug in or removed to reveal a soil Beautifully clear of weeds. Fix nitrogen. Leguminous green manures, that's those in the peen and bee family, form an association with bacteria in the soil to fix nitrogen at the plant's roots. Then, when it's time to cut down green manure, guess what? All the nitrogen that's been locked into the soil is ready for the hungry crops, such as cabbage, that follows. What to grow. Broadly speaking, green manures can be split into two groups. First up are the not-so-hardy green manures that will work their magic before winter proper sets in. These types can be turned in and left to rot down over winter, with perhaps a generous layer of well-rotted organic matter placed over the top for good measure. The second type is green manures that are sown to sit out the winter. These are sow-and-forget plants, at least until spring, and include a broad range of hardy heroes, from crimson clover to field beans. Quick turnaround. Late summer's a great time to squeeze in a quick-to-grow green manure, such as mustard or oats. Look for Caliente mustard. It's a biofumigant, essentially a natural form of pest control that helps to cleanse the soil of pests such as wireworm and potato eelworm. This makes it a great green manure to grow if you've had problems with soil borne pests in the past. Oats aren't the most obvious green manure, but sow them while the soil is still warm and they'll soon form lush clumps of leaves. Then when the frost set in, they'll die off to form a mulch of old foliage that can be left for the worms to dig in or simply incorporated into the ground when you go about your normal digging regime later on in the autumn. Hardy heroes. And then there's our Hardy heroes. Cereal rye, like oats, forms generous clumps of leaves, but unlike oats, rye is super hardy and will sit through even the coldest winter. When it resumes growth in spring, it's like a ray of sunshine. Its lush lime green foliage will lift anyone hankering after longer days and a bit of springtime cheer. Rye has a root system that reaches out far and wide, so it's a great choice for breaking up soil ready for root crops, such as carrots. Dig the rye in a few weeks, ideally four weeks, before you need the ground for spring sowings or plantings. Or, slice the foliage off at ground level using a sharp hoe. Leave it to dry out a little, and then use it elsewhere on the plot as a homegrown mulch for sturdy vegetables such as tomatoes or brassica transplants. All the legumes we grow as green manures are hardy. Winter tares or vetch is highly recommended for growing where summer crops will follow. September is the time to sow it, though there's certainly no harm in starting earlier if you're able to. The young plants will stay quite small throughout the winter, then suddenly take off in spring. Again, simply dig the plants into the soil a few weeks before sowing, or sever them off, dry out and use as a mulch. Similar, though quite a lot less leafy, is the stunning crimson clover. This beauty is worth growing on patches of ground that you know you won't be using until the following summer. For example, on beds receiving June-planted batches of kale or broccoli. The real joy of this little beauty lies in its crimson blooms. It bursts into flower nice and early in the season, providing a valuable source of nectar when the bees really need it. Both clover and winter tares are broadcast sown onto ground that's been raked to a fine tilth, then raked again to incorporate the seed. Give the sown ground a thorough soaking if it's dry at the time of sowing. Winter Beans and Peas Winter field beans and peas are immensely satisfying to grow, forming lots of lush leaves and an immense network of roots. Both fix nitrogen at root level, will help to protect the soil and its occupants, and are great at breaking up heavier clay soils. With the ground cleared and dug, the chunky seeds are sown in rows in much the same way as an edible crop of peas and beans, just a little closer together. They're very hardy, so you can sow them quite late in October, once any stragglers are out of the ground. Field bean and pea seedlings will poke up between the winter months, then pretty much sit there until late February or March, when, just like our other hardy heroes, they fly away at the slightest hint of warmth. The stems may become quite chunky by spring. It's important to dig them in while they're still fairly flexible and soft, and certainly before they flower. Flowering plants begin to draw on all those hard-won nitrogen reserves and you want that for your crops. Dig plants in at least a fortnight before sowing or planting to give the foliage enough time to start decomposing. Green manures really are nature's helpers. They're easy to look after and will repay your efforts through the bigger, better crops that follow. Show your soil some love this autumn and give it the gift of a green manure. You'll certainly be pleased you did come spring. Step by step, how to grow a green manure. Step one, remove any traces of previous crops and dig out all weeds, including the roots of perennial weeds such as bindweed. Fork the soil over. If you wish, you can also add some compost. Step two, Prepare the soil for sowing by raking it to a fine tilth. Larger seeds, such as field beans, may be sown one by one into closely spaced rows, while smaller seeds can be scattered and raked in. Step 3. Water if the soil is dry, then leave the green manure to grow on and work its magic. Most manures remain small over winter, then burst into growth as soon as the weather warms up in spring. Step 4. Dig in the green manure at least two weeks before sowing or planting the next crop. The foliage may also be dried for use as mulch, or simply add it to your compost pile. 6. To try Crimson clover. Its dense leaves are just the job for out-competing weed seedlings. Crimson clover is pretty hardy and pretty stunning too, thanks to its attractive crimson blooms. Mustard. Quick-off-the-block mustard can be dug into the soil as soon as a month after sowing. It's great for adding humus to the soil and helps to control soil-borne pests such as wireworm. Vicia. Sow it in late summer to give it time to establish. The roots reach far and wide, breaking up the soil while the dense foliage crowds out weeds. Cereal rye. Each plant forms a rugged rosette of leaves, helping to protect the soil from heavy rains. Its roots break up the soil and its dried foliage makes an excellent mulch, so it's a must-grow manure then. Field beans. A super hardy type of broad bean, field beans are great at fixing nitrogen in the soil for hungry crops, such as brassicas, to follow. Dig it in before it flowers. Winter tears. Like field beans, tears are very efficient at fixing nitrogen. Sow it nice and early in autumn and cut it down to ground level in spring. The dried foliage makes a great mulch. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe.